0: got your happy price price line well 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 look who came crawling back to the graveyard couldn't get enough of the, the epic tale which we weave which I read from a book I'm chained to a big book in a graveyard
2: and you're back you're one to talk you Oh, you disgust me. Oh, you're gross. Oh,
0: oh, it's Rude Tales of Magic.
2: Welcome back to Rude Tales of Magic, the show critics are asking for by name at the podcast grocery store. Our heroes have landed safely and said their tearful goodbyes to the gliding men. The familiar, counterclockwise winds of the teenage woods are at your backs. Could things finally be looking up for you? I don't know. I don't know anything. A strong guy hits me extremely hard in the head every night, erasing my memories. I hope our show is good. I have no way of knowing. You talk now to the local spike salesman.
1: Uh, so, um, we're sorry.
2: Don't, nothing to be sorry about. It's just that a gliding man, a wicked one I could tell, fell down and died on my spikes. Well, I think he was already dead. You seem so familiar. What is your name? My name? My name is Spike Salesman. Spike Salesman, You did the Bonesby Manor, yes? D- about ten years ago? Holy shit! You did my spikes! I sold you spikes! The spikes in my mouth! How'd you like them? They worked so well up until when they didn't. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Well... I didn't clean them. You do have to keep the spikes clean. If they get dirty, they don't become sharp. Stacked up with too many bodies. Yes! Oh, yes, you've got to take the, the bodies off. It's so not the dirt, it's the bodies. Yeah, a crowd ran right across them. I <gasps> understand. Well, it sounds like you had a lot of enemies. I did. It sounds like you could use a spike salesman. Oh, don't start now. All right. I'm a little bit too mobile. Actually, ABC, I understand.
1: Wait a minute. Yes? Do we want any spikes? We're, sir, we're about to fight a giant heart. Well, then you could use some spikes. I think that might work.
2: There's Why would I deny you the spikes? Why wouldn't I sell you spikes? I'm Spike Salesingman.
1: And while we're talking about it, have you heard anything about a giant heart?
2: Oh, I've heard all sorts of strange tales, rumors about some sort of giant heart in the Soaking Valley. Yes, yes. Why? Why do you bring it up? Oh, you're going to be fighting that heart? Well, you're going to need a spike to do that. Can you, like, um... Can you, like, share any of those rumors?
1: Oh, yeah. What have you heard?
2: Yeah. I've heard that there's a big glowing heart that's taken over the soaking valley. No, seems to, to be nefarious. People yeah, don't want yeah. to be around there.
3: Okay, okay. okay. You okay.
2: know a Spike would go a long way.
3: Ah, but what if it's a type of heart that you put spike in and spike come out? If we remember what it was like fighting this thing last
2: time. Right, right. Oh, are you saying this is like a big heart? You put something into the heart and then... Things come out of the heart that are like that? Ironic, eh? Oh, you're not going to want spikes? No. Oh. If only I was a pillow salesman.
4: All right, I've buried the body. Oh. It,
5: oh, I wish I had known. And Bella is holding two ankles?
4: <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think I was doing?
2: Bathroom?
1: Come here. Come on, let's go put him in.
2: Okay. I also uh, thought bathroom, I have to admit.
1: Actually, can I, uh, can I take them, Bella?
2: Uh, Oh uh, sure. How are we feeling on these spikes? They look like great spikes, man. I feel like I talked myself out of a sale there. Yeah, <laughs> it, uh, it, it does seem like this isn't quite the opportunity. Small for spikes. spikes. He opens up like a, a like a little sardine can. Tiny little spikes in here. They're really more thumbtacks than spikes. But well, do you ever like? Here. Do you ever like? Would you ever like put those spikes on a pair of brass knuckles? Whoa. Oh, that's a very good idea. Cause the brass knuckles would do a lot of damage, but with spikes they do extra damage. I'm yeah. all about damage.
6: Uh, Stir Fry is sitting crisscross applesauce right by... Right in front of the spikes, uh, and you can see that there are rats that he is controlling, uh, going between the spikes and licking them clean from blood and other gut. Uh, Thank you so
2: much for cleaning my spikes. It'll make them easier to sell.
6: Yes, of course. Uh, If you are selling little spikes, I wouldn't mind getting the one with the brass knuckles.
2: Sure, I could put these spikes onto brass knuckles. We don't have any brass knuckles. It was just an idea I was pitching. Well, luckily I have brass knuckles. I wear them all the time. I get robbed very often. People want my spikes. Oh, they want them desperately. At first, when the gliding man fell under the spikes and died, I thought he was trying to steal the spikes. Quickly, I was able to understand that that's not the case. He was simply dead.
6: (laughs) I guess guess he was dying to buy those spikes.
2: That's very good. That's extremely good. Yes, That's Uh, the second thing I've ever heard you say, and I like it.
1: uh, So speaking of the dead man, (laughs) Albie is going to go with Cordelia to uh, put those ankles in a grave. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, now, pretty fun, right? Eat Smooth. your heart out, other transitioners. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Abby, that's great to hear because I thought you were keeping those feet. No, I don't want feet. You were like, I'll have the feet. And I was like, that seems weird. She's a vegetarian.
1: Yeah, Oh No, and I. Uh, Definitely don't want to eat them. Uh, no, I wanted to ask you a question. Okay, but don't. I didn't actually bury the body. I just threw it in the woods. <laughs> oh, uh, Albie flings the feet into the woods. I, digged, I dug all, digged a hole for like one minute. It was so hard. Yeah, no, it's a lot of work. Boring. Yeah, it's boring. Um, <clears throat> so, remember how we are the ones responsible for sending the college to hell? Uh, yes, I do remember that. Okay. Yeah. I've been thinking a lot about going to hell mm. and looking mm. at all of the people that we sent there mm. and wondering if you had any thoughts about what you were going to say. I'm not that type of thinker. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I feel like I want to have like a, a thing... I just want to be on the same page, you know? Sure. Like, we're saying the same thing. Like, we did it. You want to tell them we did it? We didn't. I mean, I don't. I, this
4: is the first time I'm thinking about it. Okay. And I'm looking at your face and reevaluating.
1: I just think there might be some people, like people who were in the room with us saying the same words as us that might know. Definitely. And they might have already told everybody. True. So, should we follow their lead? I think They might should. be. I, did, think, uh, I think we should just say, like, yeah, we did it. We'll do it again. Don't mess with us. Yeah, we're bad bitches. Yeah. Yeah. Tr- Mothra. Cow Tal- Delta. Delta. Yeah. And Cup okay.
2: emerges from the woods, chewing on the body that you threw into the woods.
1: Oh, hey, Flip Hey, it's us, the three bad bitches.
4: Amen. Amen. There's some more feet over there.
1: Feet? Yeah. Oh, uh, the uh, human eaters delight. Um, really quickly. Yeah. Since we're about to go to hell and everything. Yeah. I just want to say I'm really sorry about the whole um, bellow thing. And I mean I'm not sorry that I'm dating him, but I'm sorry that it got weird. And I just, I still, you're still my best friend, and I just want to clear the air before we die. Yes.
4: Good. Uh, cool. Great. Yeah. I am, I have been avoiding you a little bit. I know. Okay. Wasn't sure if that was clear or not. It was. Okay. (laughs) I, I'll try and stop. I don't know. It's just weird. And I'm trying to not be weird. Okay. Because we're both moved on with a grammy-o. I know. I know.
1: I know. What a holiday season that will be. (laughs) Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah! Okay, seriously, though, we're going to die, and I just want to be cool. I've, I'm not sure I've processed that yet, but yeah, I I think we're we, we're cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, Albie's going to uh, climb onto Cordelia's back mm-hmm. and go, Charge! <laughs> She does. Cornelia goes, and
2: runs (laughs) back to the group. (laughs) And that's all of the types of spikes that there are. And as I said at the beginning of this speech, I will not repeat myself. No.
4: uh...
1: I'm sorry.
2: Keep them wanting more. That's the name of the game in spike salesmanship.
1: Do you have a card?
2: I do. Here it is. But careful, there's spikes (laughs) on it.
1: (laughs) Albie lets him put it in her skeletal hand.
2: All right, here we go. Thank you. The name on that card is Spike Salesingman.
4: Got it. I believe. It was so nice to meet you, and I'm uh, I'm sorry about your surprise tragedy from the sky.
2: Not a tragedy for me. Weird to see, but not a tragedy at all. No, a tragedy for me would be if my entire family exploded.
4: Okay, I hope that doesn't happen.
2: I hope so, too. I love them dearly. It's why I sell these spikes. Yeah. To, to support, support them. To support them. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
4: Oh, oh,
5: comrades. Hey, comrades. Yes. <laughs> hey, quick, real quick. Has there been a lot of activity
2: on the main road? There has. There's been oh, quite a bit of people coming from the Soaking Valley on the main road. Yes. Yes. A lot of witch hunters on that main road. Good oh. to know. Thank okay.
1: you.
2: Wait a second. Goodbye. I know. Oh, Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Well, never mind. I'll stop putting those pieces together. <laughs> Thank you, comrade. <laughs> ah, comrades!
5: Ha-ha!
2: <laughs> uh, Bellow takes off into the woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His friend's in tow. That's me! And off into those woods you go. You travel into the teenage woods. It's the teenage woods, baby. You guys have been here before. Not at this exact spot, but you know these woods. These familiar woods. These familiar counterclockwise winds. This is familiar terrain.
1: Yeah, Albie's, um... Albie's feeling a little bit better than she's been feeling lately. Like, just it just feels good to be in familiar territory, breathing the air she breathed most of her life. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. She, she's, she's she's starting to, like, regain some confidence.
3: So we had an awfully hard time facing Mother, I've been reminded, when we realized that big spikes wouldn't do the trick. And, you know, I've got a real itch. got a real itch, I've got to tell you, to uh, check out this
6: big, freaky book on my back. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's got some cool spells to kill big blue hearts. What do you think? Hmm? It, it maybe it has something about Mother in it itself. I mean, huh? we don't know the Mother's origins. Perhaps she herself is a demon.
3: Oh, yeah. that's true. We should oh, really check the index point. under M. For Mother. Now that's a literate boy talking, and I love it. All right. I've had some college. <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: so Frederick reverently places the book on the ground. Frederick, make an arcana roll. A uh, Ten. At ten? You hear the book hissing in your... I
0: you! you! everything!
2: And the book flies open, and the pages begin turning and turning and turning. No! And turning.
3: Frederick slams his arms down on the book, pinning the pages down, and then goes to wrestle them back He's like, No! Now you listen to me, book! You are meant to be read
2: start to finish same as any other! I will start with your table of contents, you naughty thing! And you slam the book down, and you make a strength. You have to make a strength roll against the book's strength. What do you do? What do you do? Twelve. Twelve! You do pretty good, actually, Frederick. That's not bad. It's just a book, after all. And I'm a little guy! Oh, no. It's a damned and infernal book. Oh, no. The book is struggling against you. Struggling against you. It knows you're trying to go to the table of contents. And instead, it opens to the very, very first page, which reads... To my aunt, Elizabeth. <laughs> I'm sorry that I stole the B in your name and replaced it with an R. Also, your skull got turned into candy, which I'm sorry about. I hope this book will make it so that kids stop eating your skull, <laughs> killing you instantly the book begins shaking and shaking and vibrating and vibrating and vibrating and it flips and flips and flips it overpowers you frederick 12 was pretty good it was good enough to get to the beginning of it it knocks you over and it, it turns and turns and turns and the pages are flying and flying and flying and it finally lands on the page that it has chosen the book opens to a tea stained page displaying a line drawing of a smiling man made of mushrooms who, despite being connected to the ground, moves like he's doing the keep on truck and walk. (laughs) Small fungal growths dot the page. The title reads, Shiitake Tomboy, also known as Pomplamoose Big Boy, also known as Bukaki Tomorrow, also known as Kevin Dimensions, also known as Pooping Wednesdays, Also known as Shadowfax Pill Addiction. Also known as Mitsubishi Frankenstein. Also known as... And the book flips forward several pages, finally, with the final name. Tim Platt Ploppings. (laughs) Shiitake Tomboy is a newly discovered and relatively benign strain of growing demon. Demons who move up from hell, through the soil, and into our world. Despite his placid, phlegmatic temperament, he is an invasive species, and any readers who encounter him are encouraged to exterminate him, unpleasant as the thought may be. Shitake Tomboy takes the form of a sentient fungus, which communicates through non-invasive telepathy. He is almost completely immobile, but spreads slowly by absorbing travelers and adventuring parties. It is rumored that all of Cordelia will one day be consumed by him. At the risk of editorializing, I hope that doesn't happen. (laughs) Virginia's notes are bullet-pointed in the margins in perfect Times New Roman font. The first bullet point reads, Shiitake Tomboy seems to be a good enough fellow. He offered to absorb me and Joshi and usher us into a psychedelic paradise where our bodies would never grow old and we could shed the shackles of our egos and personalities. We declined out of respect for our mission. Second bullet point. Shitaki Tomboy did something funny to Joshi that made him start talking about how important certain guitar solos are. <laughs> Didn't care for that one bit, but I have to admit it made my heart happy to see Joshi so calm, even for a few m- hours. The final bullet point. Shiitake seems to be running on the same engine as that mother demon that was giving Cordelia and her friends such trouble in the Soken Valley and got my attention in the first place. See the mother entry on page 550, and at that the book begins shaking and shaking and vibrating and it slams itself closed.
6: Oh, God, fuck it!
2: We'll
3: try again tomorrow.
1: Okay, but wait, that's interesting. So... So... Mother might be an invasive species Of demon? It seems they had similar
3: uh, absorption things.
1: But didn't
5: Mother call herself, like, the heart of the teenage woods?
3: I think Mother lied about staff.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't ever remember a giant blue heart under the ground when I was growing up. Doesn't mean it wasn't there, but I just, it felt fishy to me. Mm. Uh, I think it's a lie. (laughs) Okay. I mean, why wouldn't she say that? You know? Yeah.
5: Hey, Fred. Hmm? Bello? Can I give that book a try? Why not? I am half demon after all.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I always forget. Yeah, go for it.
5: Bello's gonna try and flip to the page.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Before you do that, but trying to just yeah. flip to the page, you're handed this book, this extremely heavy sentient book, which does not appreciate being handed to you. The absolute first thing you're gonna need to do is make a wisdom saving throw.
1: Be careful, Bello.
2: Read bravely, Bello. That is a 15. A 15? All right, Bellow, you feel you feel the book's hatred for you surging through your body as soon as you touch it. It does not, you feel it moving up through your fingers, through your hand, through your arms, and it stops. Thank God you're strong. Yes, knowledge has always resisted me, but I shall persevere. Um, but the book, uh, it, it clenches itself closed tightly. It's, a, it's like a, a constricted muscle. Um...
5: Bello sees how tightly the book is bound and how tightly it's holding on to itself. Mm -hmm. And Bello begins to spin.
2: What? You you spin? You begin spinulating? Yes, I've done this a few times. But every time it shocks me. Yes, and it happens once more. It's
1: dizzying. Uh,
2: Yeah, the uh, the DM takes 20 confusion (laughs) damage as you spin and spin. Uh, So your lower body just begins spinning? Describe that for me. Um, where once legs
5: appeared, now there's just a little, a little tornado. You can barely make out any shapes. It's just a whipping, constant wind. And he holds, he holds the book to, to the point where the little tornado ends, almost threatening it with a maelstrom of, of, of wind.
2: Uh, the book, uh, the book, the wind, the wind, the wind, the wind's Unwatch the book.
5: And then Bellow speaks, perhaps for the first time any of you have heard Uh, before in Infernal and says I love to learn.
2: And the book speaks uh, in, in your head. but All you can hear is Then learn you shall. And the book flies open and it begins moving of its own accord. It's as if its own winds are coming from inside of the book and they're fighting against your spinulation bellow. And they're fighting and fighting and fighting until finally the book opens to page infinity and all you see is a title which reads The Void or the unpleasantness. There is nothing written on the page. It's as if the words have recently been sucked out of the very book itself. The book slams closed, and the latch relatches onto the book, and it locks with an echoing lock. (laughs) Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you.
5: Fuck you. Fuck you. Thank you for showing me what you did.
3: Bello is saying "fuck you, fuck you, fuck you" for all those who don't speak Infernal.
5: Thank
6: you. My dr- pleasure. Strife makes eye contact with uh, Cordelia, looks at the book, looks back at Cordelia.
5: Yeah, Bello stops finuleting and throws the book to the ground. No
6: dibs on the book. Yeah, really? Yeah. Good luck. The way it's talking is the yeah, yeah. way that I like to be talked to.
4: <laughs> I see that. Yeah. I see you. Yeah. Baby, why not? <laughs>
6: Bonjour, mi amor. <laughs> May I be the first to say bonjour?
3: <laughs> All right, well, I'll just go ahead and put that back on my back. And uh, DeBonesby straps the book back on.
2: You hear those whispers, DeBonesby, these whispers that you said you're always hearing at a low volume. Uh, uh, the book had been shouting and screaming, and it, 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 it calms down quieter, quieter, and quieter, and it joins the ebb and flow of those voices that you're always hearing. That's right.
3: Freddie. never throw books. Freddie Love book. All books.
2: It opened
5: to a page on the Void, but all the information was gone.
6: Typical. This guy sucks. Do so you think there was no entry on the Void, Bella?
5: Well, I suppose the entry was a Void, stir-fry.
1: Or the Void took the entry away. Oh. Because it doesn't want to be known.
3: <sighs> Frederick, uh looks at his hand uh, coated in pig shit and surrounded by bobbing pickled eggs in a jar. I do fear this will not be a lasting solution for this thing.
1: Mm. Okay, but in the meantime, other than knowing that mother should be exterminated because otherwise the world might be covered in in hearts. Yeah. How did we get rid of it last time? Poo-poo. Poo-poo?
3: Yes, we used poo-poo. Pupu got in mother. Oh, and that, and Oh, my
1: God, oh my the God. baby.
0: We forgot the baby. Oh,
3: no. no, no, I
5: just said him oh, down no. a few months ago.
1: <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my gosh. That's worse than sending this school to hell. No. No, it's
5: not. It's not. He lived a full life and then became a baby.
1: But it was still a baby. But it
6: was a still a baby. But then we got distracted by Kevin. Oh. I thought I thought we all knew and thought this was funny.
4: <laughs> I. I don't know. I might have remembered once or twice, but I don't remember remembering a lot. Oh,
6: I remember a lot. And I thought we thought it was funny.
3: Jeez. I would never knowingly <laughs> abandon a child. <laughs>
1: Freddy. Freddy. Okay, you're
0: right, you're right. Okay, Got me busted, busted. Exact
1: personality. Okay, but that is true. That is what happened. We did let Poopus go into Mother, and she was so grossed out because he is such a little beautiful weirdo that she killed herself.
2: And you hear from behind you, What's all this planning, I hear?
1: Oh! Ah!
2: And as you turn around, you see a large... Human man with rosy cheeks and a little sparkle in his eyes. Oh, no. He has a long white beard that smells of cinnamon and gentle pastries. He touches the side of his nose and he says, Do we have a group of travelers and adventurers here?
1: Were you listening to our conversation?
2: I wasn't trying to. You were quite loud. <gasps> I would never eavesdrop. I love manners. But I don't love them as much as kindness. Hmm. Oh. Sometimes we have to be rude to do the right thing. Mm. Hopefully not now, though. I haven't introduced myself. (laughs) My name is Bodega Dean Stanton. (laughs) Stupid. Why, it's not stupid at all. Sorry, I didn't mean that. It's just the name my parents gave me. Oh wow. And I chose to keep it.
4: You seem so friendly.
2: I like to think of myself as friendly. What what brings you to the Teenage Woods? Why I live here. I'm oh. one of the denizens of the Teenage Woods. Hmm. Do you fellows also call these woods your home? I do. <laughs> That's incredible. Isn't it so nice to be home?
1: It is nice to be home. Would
2: you like to see my home?
1: Um, well, we're on our way to the
2: Soaking Valley. And I understand. You're welcome to go on your way, but if you'd like to stop and rest up and heal, maybe have a hot tea, maybe even a coffee, you're more than welcome to it.
4: Oh, which, coffee. Mm, well. what's your home called?
2: My home called? Why, my home has many names. None of them are The Nest.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: I don't know, it sounds good. Maybe we could get a cup of coffee or a cup of coffee or a cup of coffee. I
3: was stabbed when we were flying. Me too. Would love Band-Aid.
2: I noticed some of you were bleeding. If only we encountered a Band-Aid salesman and not a Spike salesman. Oh, did you see Spike salesingman? Yeah, good guy. A good guy with a dangerous job. Mm. Sales. Sales can be tough.
1: Um.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Buyers are cowards. Salesmen are courageous. That's why they call it buyer's remorse. Yes, they regret the way they live. And I can't say I blame them.
1: Bodega, is your home nearby?
2: Why, of course it is. I don't like to travel, not like you brave adventurers.
1: I would love to do that, but I am
4: looking at the group with eyes wide and pleading. There's
2: no point in doing what we have to do without rest. I tell you what, I tell you what. I welcome you into my cottage, but I will keep the front door open, so if ever you don't like what's going on, you're free to leave.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: Okay. I'd appreciate a goodbye, but if it doesn't come my way, I'll know I made a big mistake.
4: What? probably Nine. manage a goodbye, but yeah,
1: lead on.
2: Well, then I will, and I'll walk this way, and as I do, my belly will shake like a bowl full of jelly.
1: Oh, you don't have to... What? Yeah. I
2: like that about myself. Oh, good! Look at it go! Whee! You're pretty jolly. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm a right jolly old elf.
1: Oh, you're an
2: elf. No, I'm a human. Oh. Oh, I see why that would be confusing though. We live in a world with elves. Yeah. I've just never met one. Really? No, never met one. You're oh. lucky. Well.
3: Dreadful people. Oh, I'm sure they're fine. There's yeah, a powerful, there's
5: a powerful elf family in
2: this forest, the uh, the Linsinghams. Oh, the oh. Linsinghams. Yeah. yeah. I've heard of them. I didn't know they were elves. <laughs> I mean, ho, ho, ho. Sorry for laughing wrong. <laughs> okay? It's, I'm glad to hear it.
1: Yeah, I bet I bet you're one of those people who really believes there's no wrong way to laugh.
2: Well, yes.
1: Is this your home?
2: Yes, it is. The cottage we're looking at now. Thank you. We might have stood outside of it all day. Won't you walk right in to my beautiful home?
4: And this is the kitchen?
2: Yeah, whoa, already we're inside. I was going to describe the outside of my home. And Why this would. This is I- your bedroom? Yes. This, well, be, you know, you're welcome to look around in there, but I wasn't going to show and you. And this my- is your toilet? This is my toilet. It's yours to use. I know how adventurers hate going in the woods.
1: I don't. I uh, worship Natura.
2: Oh, well, That then you're welcome to use my backyard, front yard, or either of my side yards.
1: Okay, be right back.
2: Goodbye. The rest of you, though, there is another bathroom upstairs if you like it. Great. Yeah, I'm a Polaris guy. Sure, inside, I get it. I get it, I get it all too well.
4: Cordelia has a mug that has a uh, cookie, a picture of a cookie on it Mm -hmm. that has a big bite taken out of it.
2: (gasps) That's one of my favorite mugs. You'll find that the coffees and teas you drink out of that mug will make you a little bit more healthy. (gasps) Doctors love it. They hate doing their job. (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> oh, uh, she's holding the mug sort of in both hands cozily, and she she thinks to herself, ah, I the headache is already gone, and I haven't even taken a sip.
2: Yes, that's the mug's properties.
4: I was thinking that.
2: Luckily, all of the mugs here have properties like that. Would you like one? And Sir Fry, he hands you a mug with a little reindeer on it.
4: Oh, thank
6: you very much. And this coffee I can have?
2: It, it can be coffee. It can be tea. It can be anything you want, except poison, which I do not stock in my home.
6: That's fine with me. I Makes will...
2: sense, right? I would die.
6: I, I, I will take some coffee. In fact, you're lucky I'm talking to you before I had my coffee. <laughs> I'm
2: sorry for talking to you before you've had your. coffee. I'm
6: joking. I'm enjoying talking to you, but sometimes when I get around. Hey, coffee... look,
2: I'm a fan of what they write on shirts. I understand what you're doing. Oh,
6: hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always...
2: they've got some funny shirts out there. Oh, they really do. I yes. Oh, I had. It's like it was like it's like a loading. Yeah, 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 bar that we have in this world, <laughs> and it's like sarcasm loading.
6: Have you seen the? Shirt oh, that's... that goes hard. Yeah. Have you seen the shirt that says just? It just says, some shirts do. It just says stop reading my shirt.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, but it's too late. Yeah, I'd by the time die. I've you comprehended go... the shirt, I've made a mistake. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. I love that. Bodega, do you have a
6: spouse or a family? No, unfortunately, I don't. I'm oh. a bachelor. You speak with a almost mournful tone. Are you, do you long for companionship? Of course I do. It's why I
2: invite adventurers and travelers into my home.
6: You want to marry one of
2: us? Well, <laughs> and his face gets even brighter and redder, like a single cherry in a bowl. <laughs>
6: <laughs> a single cherry in a bowl, constantly growing redder and redder. I'm getting redder bowl. and
2: redder. You know how when there's one cherry in a bowl, <laughs> yeah, it, it gets yeah, dangerous, yeah. it gets too red, you can't even look at it? An infrared cherry. <laughs> Oh, well, I, well, I didn't want to be presumptuous, but if one of you wanted to marry me, I would be charmed by that. I did once have a wife, but she was so tall.
3: How tall was she? Too
2: tall. <laughs> they say her head touched the sun.
4: Oh, God, I'm so sorry.
2: Oh, no, they just tried to make it fun for me because I was so sad when she died of being too tall. Oh, so she
4: died of being too tall?
2: Well, oh, she was much taller than you. Don't oh, worry. Oh,
4: God, Jesus, scare me like that. Hey,
2: what property? Many thought she was a tree. What properties does this mug have? Hold on, was she a tree? She was a tree. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But she was also alive.
3: Oh, well, trees okay.
2: Whatever. But in the in the animal way. Oh, neat. The mug you're holding there, mm-hmm. the one with the little snowman on it. Yeah. Well, hey, Why don't you take a
5: sip and find out? Okay, I'll I'll enjoy some plain tea. Bello takes a sip.
2: Uh, roll one d eight for me. Yeah, of course. Bello, you are a wild man. Branson, that's a four. Yeah, uh, you gain four hit points. <laughs>
6: Ooh, Sturfire so then takes a sip of his coffee.
2: Why, is that a sip of coffee you're taking there?
6: You don't right it is, pal.
2: Won't you roll a D8 for me? Gladly. Two. You regain two hit points. He says, sorry that your sip wasn't as good as your friend's.
6: It's all right.
4: Cordelia takes a sip of her coffee.
2: Won't you roll a D8 for me? Six. You regain six hit points. And
3: Freddy looks at his gaping sword wound and then to the cup and then at his friends and goes,
2: Oh! And he and he takes a sip. Roll a d eight for me. <gasps> seven. You regain seven hit points. Why? Look at that! Your cut is healing up beautifully.
6: Brand new man! Wow! Oh. Well, they get, these are incredible mugs. I mean, I if, if I, I mean if I were you, I'd give these as uh, gifts to everyone around. I mean, I guess only the good people. And of
1: course,
2: I will. Them. They're yours to have.
1: Um, oh. Alby comes back in. I'm so sorry. I couldn't make up my mind. You have such beautiful yards.
2: I know four yards to choose from. Which one would you poop in, or pee? Do you want to know? Of, none of my business. Okay. I will find out later. I uh
1: I don't I don't leave maybe I won't. W- oh that
2: answers. So now I now we know it was P.
1: <laughs> okay. I won't find out. <laughs> L.B.'s flushing really hard. I'm She's sorry. I like, made a
2: mistake. The front door's open if you'd like to leave.
1: Uh, no, I'm okay. Uh, I was just wondering if you had any um, any herbal teas. Of
2: course I have herbal teas.
1: Do not give that body caffeine.
2: Excuse me? Oh, we have caffeine-free herbal teas.
4: Okay.
1: Great. I
2: myself love bedtimes. I have a sleepy time. I have a feeling that a sleepy time tea for this person would just sort of cancel out a lot of what's going on.
1: I, You know I would love to try it. I never sure. have.
2: Here, here's a mug with a little bear falling asleep in a Ooh. big chair.
1: Aww. Albie. You, yeah.
3: Do you consider yourself an anxious person, Freddy? What? I to Bonesby. What?
1: Do you guys think I'm anxious?
3: <laughs> I just thought she's determined.
1: Yeah.
6: I mean, look, I don't want to speak out of turn here. You know what I've always thought? Don't. Anxiety is the body
2: getting excited and the brain saying, I don't like that. If only we could remind the brain, it's not so bad to be excited.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Uh, And
6: I've heard that depression is uh, anger turned inwards.
1: Okay, I'm going to try some tea now.
6: Take a
2: big sip, roll a big D8. (laughs)
1: Take a big sip. I said, I think i depression. Sure, sure, that's enough. That's
2: and artfully, we all looked away.
6: Four.
1: That's
2: four hit points. All yours. Do oh. with them what you want. <laughs>
1: Thank you.
2: You're very welcome. You're welcome to stay here and sleep on my incredibly comfortable couch. <gasps>
6: oh, um, um, mm,
4: I know it didn't go well last time, but.
6: I'll stay up. You all get some rest. Yeah? That's the way we do things here. We shouldn't all sleep at the same time. He's very nice, but come on. We all know what's up. Everyone get some sleep. I'll stay up and we'll do shifts. Well, first we should, uh,
5: b- you know, before we go to bed, we should probably have dinner, right? Should we go out and
2: scavenge for some... Why, you don't have to scavenge for anything. Huh? I could feed you gingerbread. <gasps> I could feed you cookies. Oh. I could feed you uh, uh, Christmas goose.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, that sounds good as
3: an entree. Sure. Freddie starts... Uh, pounding the table going, Christmas
2: ghost! Christmas ghost! Christmas ghost! Freddy, 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 we're guests. And I'm a host, which means I must serve you your food. God damn right. He opens a door and, uh, and looks in the, in the door, it looks nothing like anything else in the house. You can see very, and he, he looks, he goes, oh, oh dear. And he closes the door. On the other side of the door, you see newspaper clippings. Uh, there's red yarn connecting all of the newspaper clippings. There's no time to get a good look though, because he closes the door and says, oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Ha ha ha. What I meant to do was go into this room here, the room where I keep the food. He opens another door. It's full of delicious food. Uh, Branson, could we get a good look at any of those newspaper clippings? Uh, could you make a perception roll with disadvantage for me? It was very quick. Ten. Ten? Um... You have to look in there? It real. They're pretty far away. It's tough to like read newspaper text uh, from far away. It's in a. It's on. It's on the far wall in another room. The room is not especially well lit. It's unlike any of the other rooms in the house. Um, you just all. All you got was the vibe of the room that I described. And here it is, your food, a Christmas goose for all. That was but fast. Don't worry. I also have gingerbread and cookies. Uh, bodega. Sorry. Bodegadine Stanton is my name Quick question, what was that one room? (laughs) Well, that's a very personal question I'm sorry I hope it's okay if I draw a boundary I think I'm entitled Alright Good man
1: Um, I would love gingerbread cookies, thank you
2: Fantastic I'll just put them all out on the table and you can take what you want Are you gonna have any? No, no, I won't be eating any of this
3: uh, Freddy... But uh... to demonstrate
2: that it's safe, I will have a little bit of that goose.
1: <laughs> uh. Cheddar!
2: At that, time freezes, and this man's eyes are changed, and Cheddar looks back at you, and he's got a piece of Christmas goose in his mouth. He
1: goes, You're welcome.
4: Uh, oh, that's good. Yeah? That's a bit, yeah, that's a goose. Okay, keep, enjoy. And she runs over to the room that had the red yarn. Big, where the fuck am I right now? What's going on? I don't know. It's a lovely little cottage.
2: This is something weird. I don't, uh, uh, and as you do that, can you make an uh, investigation roll for me?
4: Love two. Nine.
2: Okay. Nine? Mm-hmm. Um, so you go over to, lock, to open the door, and the door's locked.
4: Yeah. Okay, she just, uh, she shakes it.
2: You shake, and you shake. It's still locked. Shaking it did not unlock the door.
4: Okay, she does a quick, like, scan with her hand across the top of the molding to oh. see if there's a key up there.
2: Make another investigation roll.
4: Okay. Ooh. Uh,
2: 15. 15! <gasps> you find a little key. <gasps>
4: hey. Okay, she takes it and quickly shoves it into the uh, lock.
2: Okay, keys go right into locks. You don't have to roll for that. Hell it, yeah. It clicks, and the door opens.
4: Okay, she scans. She scans the uh, press clippings.
2: Yes, um, uh, uh-oh, Cordelia. Uh-oh, what? There's paper from, uh, the Soaking Valley. Yeah. All about a breakout in jail. Uh-oh. Seems to be about you guys. Uh-oh, uh-oh there's, oh no, there's headlines from Rules Haven. Remember how there was just enough time yeah. after uh after Bello changed all the rules like one one issue of the press you know the paper went to the the evening edition the evening edition evening edition news is up uh about a, a new tiefling who's changing all the rules yeah. oh my god every single newspaper clipping in here is about you guys to 1 degree your wanted posters are up yes. there's red yarn connecting all of these things there's a map of the 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 Cordelia all of the the places that you guys have been to uh the the red thread is connecting all of
4: it. Okay. She closes the door again, uh locks it, puts the key up. Fantastic. Runs back to the table and in front of everyone, she moves one or two things. Mm-hmm. And then she sits back down in her spot.
2: And Treader is eating.
4: Oh, this is delicious. This is the, way to get this the uh Oh, that sounds lovely. Okay, you can go whenever.
2: <laughs>
4: oh. Oh, you're <laughs> technically no, it's both. It's both. That's fine. I, I, I'm amazed you never do it. It's fine to do. It's just um. Really, really nice to see you. It's good to see you too. Yeah. Oh boy.
0: Okay, hold on. I got a bone. Or oh, he oh. got a bone.
2: If I, I leave right
4: now, yeah. He can might. you deal yeah,
1: with
2: it? Yeah, hold on. <sighs> there we go.
4: Okay. All right, I'll see you around. Bye.
2: Time returns.
1: She looks. She her eyes are darting around at um her friends. <laughs> Alby goes to pick up her tea where she thought she left it, and instead puts her entire hand in her tea mug.
2: Ah! Ah! Oh, be careful!
1: Ow! Tea can be
2: so healing, but it can be so hot on a hand.
1: Yeah, that's not where I... Uh, Her eyes dart
4: over to Cordelia. Cordelia nods.
2: Albie, a little goose might help.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, right. Sorry. No, you don't... I'll just have this. You don't need... You don't need goose.
1: She's a vegetarian.
5: I know. I remember.
1: I, um... Are there little bones on the plate by any chance? Um, a,
5: a yeah, goose. yeah. Tons of little bones. Bello's already been going at this. Uh, he's been eating like a goose foot, so there are tons of bones.
1: That's true. You the
5: foot. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he's a demon. Yeah, a webbed foot.
1: <laughs> That's true, Bello. I don't eat goose, but because of that, I've always been um, curious. And do you mind if I just like take your plate and like give it a nice whiff?
5: Of course, Albie. You can smell anything of mine.
6: Oh God.
1: Weird. Nice. <laughs> Albie takes the plate, and then she arranges three bones to make a little arrow, and the arrow is kind of pointing at Bodega, and she's, like, holding the plate in a way that it's tilted for only Bellow to see.
5: Oh, good whiff. Thanks. Hey, Alby, do
2: you still have to really go to the bathroom? Maybe?
1: Yeah, didn't all go out the oh, first hmm. time. Aww.
2: Bodega looks around. She's, something's different here. Something's yeah, wrong. It's a good goose. Well, I notice I've eaten a lot of that goose that I didn't remember taking a bite of. Weird. It's very weird, very suspicious. It must fact, be
1: fall off the bone tender.
2: He walks behind him to the front door of the house and he closes it behind him.
1: Whoa! Shit. Oh, yeah, that's not what you said. You promised. No, promise. that's
2: not what I said.
1: Press clipping us. Ooh.
2: Well, I suppose the cat's out of the bag. And he moves his hand across his face. Changing it and rearranging it. The man you see before you, his entire body changes as his clothes fall down, revealing a significantly thinner man. And he's, oh my God, he's not a human at all. He's an elf, but not just any elf. (laughs) He's a dark elf. He looks at you and says, "Well, that's right. Uh, My name is Carlito, Master Bandit." No! I better run away from Goblinito Master, better than live to the tale. You think you could run away from me? But I'm the master of disguise. I fool you. I fool all of you. Oh, I'm so good at disguising myself, making myself look like somebody else. I'm making myself look like this this whatever Bodega Dean Staten character. Oh, you idiots! Oh, you're so stupid!
5: Bello reaches behind his back for the blade of Eternal Slumbers. He realizes
6: it's not there anymore. Curses! Stir Fry uses Assassinate. Do it, man. Make an attack roll. <laughs> it's a critical fail. Oh. So you go to assassinate. Describe exactly what you do. It's not gonna work, Stir Fry. Stir Fry whips out his butcher knife and leaps towards Carlito. Mid air, he pulls back his knife, and as he as, as he crests the top of his jump, he thrusts his knife forward straight towards Carlito. And Carlito puts
2: his hands together and he claps them on either side of the butcher's knife, and he pulls pulling it away from you. He takes the butcher's knife from you. He says, Oh no, 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 my friend, you fooling me once. Shame on you. Fooling me twice, and not gonna happen. I'm a tw- Smart. I've been training. I know all of your little tricks. I know all of your little ways. Nobody run away from Carlito, Master Bandit. I, I, all I do, all I do, I try to have you help me. I just need a little help with my biggest spiders. And you run away. You railroad me into being a man who is not helped. You, ha- I, 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 I need a little bit of help. And you run away from me. But I see you coming this time. And he brandishes the butcher's knife, stir fry, and he's gonna make an attack roll on you. No. No. Let's hear about. Nat 20. Wow. wow. He doesn't know. I'll give you this, Stir Fry. He doesn't know about the rule with the butcher's knife that you, if you intend to eat the person that it does extra damage. So instead, he just makes a, he swipes you with the butcher's knife. What is the, I need the stats. Uh, 1d4 plus 5. So That's 18 damage. Okay. He, uh, he takes the butcher's knife and he slashes it. you, Stir Fry. I die! Die! You all are gonna die! You would think Carlito Master bandit, is some sort of joke, but I'm a no joke! I'm the most strong and powerful man! I'm a master of disguise, and I'm a master of carnage! Uh, what
5: did you do with Bodega?
2: <laughs> oh, nothing! Oh, oh, you, oh you're you so stupid! <laughs> He'd never live! No, there's no such guy! I built this whole cottage to fool you! Painstakingly, I build a cottage in the woods. I knew
5: this world wouldn't allow so kind a man to exist. And Bello draws his <laughs> scimitar. Yeah, right. To draw your scimitar, I got a butcher's knife. Um, Bello is going to leap over the table and and swing at Carlito. Make an attack roll. Yeah, that's a 19. Uh, Bello just gonna try and slash across his chest. Go for it. It
2: works. And what? Do you, uh, the roll for damage. Four. You slash across his chest for four damage. You cut open his, uh, his his loose, billowy shirt, revealing his chest. He's in pretty good shape. Oh. Yeah, that's right. I've been training up for all of you guys, and now it's time for all of you to die!
0: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.
2: Welcome back. I think this is a good time for everyone to roll for initiative. Mm.
1: 14. 12. 11.
2: 19. 6. A 17.
1: Oh, oh. A no. All
2: right, Sir that's going to be your turn. You go first. What are you going to do? You just got cut. You just got fucked up bad, baby. That butcher's knife, that butcher's knife you've been using, it cut you.
6: Surfrite scurries to the corner. He's wounded not only from this fight, but still recovering from the 13 damage he took uh, from those gliding strange men. He-, he backs into a corner, taking out his crossbow as far away as he can, and fires.
2: Make an attack roll. Uh, that is 13. 13, it's gonna miss. It goes right by Carlito Master Bandit, and it hits. Oh no, there's a painting of a snowy cottage. You hit the painting, shattering the painting. It wasn't framed, it wasn't glass, it was just a a paper, and you shatter the paper. (sighs)
6: Surfer uses this cunning action to hide behind the uh, island, which was, I assume, what we were eating all around.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, there was an island. You hide behind the island in the uh, looks a nicer cottage than I thought it was. uh There's a little island, and you hide behind it. Carlito looks around and goes, ah, Drat, rat, ah, he gone. And he's going to fr- toss the butcher's knife back and forth from hand to hand, looking around, and he's going to look, and he's going to see Cordelia, the biggest target in there, and say, a time for you to die. He's going to make an attack roll on Cordelia. Cordelia, what's your AC?
4: 13.
2: Ooh, he gets a 19. chip Nine damage. Shit. Carlito Mesterbeta jumps at you and he slashes you, Cordelia, and he says, A die! A die! That's for running away from me! Yeah. Ouch! It's Albie's turn. Albie, what are you gonna do?
1: She's going to do a quick series of attacks. She's going to kick with one leg, kick with the other, punch with her good hand, and with the skeletal hand, rake it across his face. Oh, Jesus Christ! Ow,
2: uh, it's, uh, roll for damage. Okay. These hit.
1: Seven.
4: Ow! What's the matter, you? Uh,
2: Cordelia, it's your turn.
1: Is Bello
4: hurt? No. Cordelia looks at Bello. Cheddar! And yeah. uh, time
2: freezes, and Cheddar uh, looks at you. Whoa,
4: whoa, whoa, ah, whoa, what's going on? What's happening? That's not food. She grabs Stir Fry's knife out of Carlito's hand <laughs> and she runs to the table. Oh my god, I'm
0: sorry. I thought we were good! I thought we made it clean. I thought we were good! I thought we were good.
4: She grabs the goose leg and runs to Bello and hands it to him. What the fuck is up with? What is going on here? I just want you to know that I care about you a lot. Oh wow! And then she takes the butcher's knife, and she attacks Carlito.
0: Oh, oh! I, I thought you were coming for me with the thing. Okay, yeah, great. I'm gonna. So I eat this?
4: Hell yeah, man! Just eat it. I'm busy.
0: Yeah, yeah, chop, chop, (laughs) motherfucker. Good luck. It seems like you got this. (laughs) She
4: attacked. Yeah, make an attack
2: roll on Carlito, Master Bandit. He's frozen. Can you just like?
4: Good question.
2: I mean, make an attack roll on Carlito Master Bandit. Oh, my
4: God. 12.
2: 12. That's going to miss. He's not moving at all. He is completely still, and you miss him. Cheddar looks at you and goes, Oh,
4: Cordelia, that fucking sucks. Wait, this is possible, but I missed? Well, I mean, you did it. You fucking tell me. I don't know. Oh, I mean, okay, you got a few seconds, to, you know, you got a minute here while i mean your
2: friend. Can I try again? You're, you're, there's nothing to stop you. <laughs> okay, she does. Yeah, make it
4: another attack roll. Okay, now we're talking fucking tw- uh, an abomination 20. An
2: abominable 20. Yes. could so you hit him for double damage.
4: Fuck yes. Okay. Uh, four. So this is going to
2: be 1d4 plus five and then double that damage. Okay,
4: so two plus
2: five. That's seven. Seven, as we all know, and seven times two is 14. 14 baby. So you do 14 damage to Carlito yes. Master Bandit Shadow goes, Oh
4: right, yeah, that's incredible. Bad ass. thank you. Yeah, absolutely. How was it good? The leg? Would you like a cookie? That's yeah, true. While, while I'm here, yeah. She runs and gets him a cookie. Oh, this is great. Okay. we are never do this. I know. <laughs> so nice. Can I take another swing? At Carl why are you asking me? Yeah, you welcome. Walk- I mean, you you're you're making your friend sick again, but whatever. 18.
2: 18, that's gonna hit. Okay. Roll for damage.
4: Three, five, eight. I eight damage. Wow,
6: okay, yeah, see, this non moving target, you're destroying him! I'm giving you a a headache!
4: Oh, okay, well, last time Bella passed out, um,. I'm gonna do one more. She, I mean, shoot! While you're here, why not, right? She whiffs it. It's a three. She oh wow, <laughs> a non-moving target. Bye. He, okay, goodbye.
2: And he zips, he
4: zips out. You cut
2: back and uh, uh curly. A uh,
0: oh, mamma mia! I take all of this slashing damage from a mysterious origin. Why am I covered in cuts?
2: The Bonesby, it's your turn. Uh, Freddy
3: leaps up into a squat on the table. Sticks out his goblin tongue, whispers a magic word, and then bites down on it hard and sprays the blood into Carlito's face, blinding him with an improvised color spray.
2: Oh, no! I've been blinded! I can't see nothing! I can't see any of my enemies! Oh, this little house that I built! I did build the house! I made the house! That's part of how I got so ripped in this time! Oh, I can't see! I'm covered in cuts! Oh, no! It did the end! The Carlito masturbated! I hope not, obviously! It's Bellow's turn! How,
5: how is Carlito looking?
2: A Very bad. He's covered in cuts. He's got blood in his eyes. He can't see anything. He's just waving uh, uh, what, what used to be the hand with stir-fries knife in it. He's clutching down at nothing. He is now unarmed. How, um, how fucked up am I from cheddar? It hurts. I mean, yeah. I actually, I need you to make a... Thank you for reminding me. I need you to make a constitution roll for me. That's a five. Mm, you're going to take four damage.
5: Oh, it's like I never took that sip of plain tea. Yeah, the tea is gone. The healing properties of the tea are completely gone. Bello's gonna try and shake it off, and recognizing that Carlito is like on his last legs, he shouldn't have taken us all on at once. Uh, Bello's oh. going to cast Entangle.
2: All right, you cast Entangle, and, uh, uh, vines, creeping vines move up from the, the floor. The floor of the forest, they break through the floorboards. Oh no, oh no, they're they're grabbing him, they're entangling Carlito Master Bandit. He's been restrained. He looks Guess her- you've
5: got foundation problems.
2: Well, now I do that you do. So, oh, what the fuck happened in here? I can't see nothing. Oh no, oh no, isn't this the end of Carlito Master Bandit? It's a stir fry's turn. That's not looking good for me. <laughs> stir fry, <laughs> not
6: just...
5: <laughs> Surf, surf, it's okay. He's restrained. Good. And he's blinded. Good. And he's bleeding
6: out. Stirfry walks, weary step after weary step, dragging the crossbow behind him as close as he can to Carlito and pulls that crossbow and puts it right into his gut. He looks straight into his eye and it fires.
2: Make an attack roll with advantage. It's
6: a 19. 19, that's
2: going to hit. Roll for damage. 10.
0: Oh, no. Uh, I feel a sharp pain in my gut and suddenly I'm so hungry. Why am I so hungry?
2: Oh, no. Oh, no. He, he pats around on his gut. He says, oh, my stomach. Oh, my stomach Be shot out of my body. It's, it, I'm using context clues. It must be pinned to the
6: wall behind me. Oh, my precious stomach. Oh, no. I use it. The, well, it's disguised inside of me. Stirfry does not disengage. However, he falls towards the nearest wall and, 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 and tries to lean in trying to support himself. Uh, Carlito is going to reach out. He can't see anything. He's going to
2: reach out to try to grab whoever it was that just shot him point blank in the gut. He's going to make a perception roll with disadvantage. I'm just going to have to take that crit fail. He reaches out, he reaches out, he reaches out, and he puts his hand into the hot burning tea. Oh, no! Oh, my, my beautiful hand! Oh, no! It's a burden! It's a burden and a hot tea! Oh, now to put my other hand out, and maybe I'll be able to grab oh, whoever it was that shot at that crossbow all the way and made my stomach get pinned to the wall. Now to put my other... Oh, it's moron! Oh, the hot of coffee! Oh, the tea and the coffee! I can just tell from the temperatures that they're separate <laughs> things that have burned in my hands! Oh, no! Oh, no! It's Albie's turn!
1: Okay, um...
5: I think we got him. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Albie's gonna... Withdraw her rapier and stab in the same wound that Fry just created.
2: Mm. Uh yeah, make an attack roll.
1: Um 16. That hits. 8. 8 damage.
2: 8 damage. Mm-hmm. So you stick your rapier into the hole, there's no stomach to stop you. It goes out through the other end. But because you do 8 damage, you sort of you like wiggle it <laughs> yeah, around we'll, in there. Yeah. Uh, Oh, no! Oh, no! My very insides! Oh, no! My small intestine! My large intestine, which I prefer to the small intestine!
4: Oh, no! My appendix, which I never got taken out! Oh, the irony! Oh, the irony! Oh, it's a Cordelia's turn! Cordelia steps up to Carlito, and she thrusts Stir Fry's knife right in his face. What are the secrets of disguise?
2: <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. I never reveal the secrets of disguise, no matter what you do to me. And because I cannot see, I have no idea how in which way you threatened me. I will take these secrets to my grave, far away that that might be.
4: She pokes the knife a little into his neck.
2: Oh, now I can tell that you have a knife poked into my neck. That's right. You'll have to kill me. I take these secrets to my grave. Nobody know how I disguise myself, and that is my final fuck you.
5: What if we don't kill you? What if we just leave you here alive, tied up? You're you... not going to do that. You're going to kill me. Hours, days of agony. You're
2: going to, well, then I'll, oh, please, I'll find a way in here. I'll wander around and i get myself killed. <laughs> I'll kill it myself. I'll go out on my own terms. Carlito master bandit who wins again. That'll be me. No, I never tell you. You'll have to torture me to get it out of me. And even then, you won't get it out of me. You'll simply have tortured a man.
4: She applies weight. Oh, it oh, hurt on the neck. It hurt on the neck. Oh, no. Please, 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 please. It's all in the voice. Enough force to make an attack.
2: Yeah, with advantage.
4: I got a 22
2: you get a, 22, yeah. Yeah. get a you get a knife to his neck yeah. and you just press it forward. You're yeah. just slicing into his neck. You
0: go, oh no, it's all in the voice. Oh, well, now I kind of do the voice because you kind of see my vocal cords. <laughs> okay, you gotta kill me at this point. <laughs> and at this point, you gotta, it's gotta be a mercy kill. What you
4: are doing is a, a deeply even thing well, I, got, I have six points of damage. Six points of
2: yeah. damage? You cut through. You sever his vocal cords. He's, just, he's, just, he's gesticulating wildly. His hands are moving. in all oh, the, the saucy way his hands are moving. I liked Bodega better anyways. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's the
5: bone
3: be turn. Um, it seems that you all have this swelling hands, so I'm just going to sip some of this healing tea because of what I just did to my tongue. And Frederick sips some tea.
5: All right, it is Bello's turn. Bello crosses to Stirfry and he leans down and, and places his hands on Stirfry's chest. He says, "Get better." And green healing wisps uh encircle Stirfry's head and charge him with life-giving force.
6: <sighs> oh, thank you, Bello. Thank you, Bello. Thank you, Bello, my brother. <laughs> Stir fry, it's your turn hey, Cordelia, my knife She throws it He catches it mid-step as he goes forward again And thrusts it into the side of his head You thrust a knife into the side of Carlito Master
2: Bandit's head and Make an attack roll with advantage
6: Um, that is That's 25 So You know
2: that's gonna hit <laughs> Now roll for damage <laughs>
6: uh, That is a 6 damage 6 damage into the head Stir fry Describe your kill. <gasps> Stirfry thrusts his knife into Corlido Master Bandit's head. He feels every millimeter of that knife enter his brain, and he, as, as the handle reaches the skin, he twists and twists and twists, 360 degrees around, and again, and again, and again, like a spit like a spinulator friend he has who just healed him. He spins again, and again, and again, like he's revving an engine, again, and again, and again, and again, until suddenly the head's on the ground, again, and again, and again, and again, until he pulls it out, licking the blade clean. It is Carlito Master Bandit's turn, which
2: he does not use because he is dead. You have beheaded him and you just, you you hollowed out the inside of his head. That is a dead man. Congratulations, you have killed the greatest foe yet,
6: Carlito Master Bandit.
3: Yay! Yay. Stir
6: Fry falls to his knees, kneeling over Carlito so fucking tired of everyone fucking with us. When we go to hell, we'll kill everyone who ever followed us, whoever gave us the fucking time, whoever tried to give us a time of day. We'll kill everyone, and we, we friends, will never have a problem again. I am tired of this. We'll kill Mother. We'll kill the Dean. We'll kill whoever fucking talked to us on, the, on that weird screen. I am tired of being fucked with all the goddamn time.
4: Cordelia is like... Right next to Stir Fry, and she gets so excited. And she goes, Stir Fry, do you want to kill him again?
6: Yes! Yes, baby!
4: She puts two coins on his eyes so they meet him in hell.
2: Great, yeah, you put the coins on Carlito Master Bandit's eyes! His soul had been floating up. (laughs) He had a little harp. He was going up to heaven. He was going up, he
4: was making it! You put those coins on his eyes and his soul is sucked back down to hell! And then she kneels next to Stir Fry and gives him a mug of coffee. You earned it. (sighs) Talk to Have my coffee.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Albie's looking around the house, and she sees <laughs> paintings of like snowmen and and decorated evergreen trees.
2: It's a winter wonderland.
1: And she's like, "Did he paint all of these?"
2: Yeah, he's got a deft hand. Yeah, make a perception roll. <laughs>
1: oh no, fourteen.
2: You see a little Carlito Master Bandit's signature in the bottom right corner of every painting. Oh no, Albie! He wasn't just a creature of hatred and disguise. He was also a painter. One of God's noblest people.
1: Oh man. Albie's, Albie's trying to collect her breath and then she thinks about... The last time we met Carlito, he had a bunch of spiders. Do you think he still has a bunch of spiders? That we could like feed to mother or something? Or would that be a... Terrible idea. But what if she was grossed out by spiders?
5: I think she... Remember she wanted a lot of similar genetic material? I think if we give her a lot of spiders, Mm. we're going to create a lot of problems for ourselves.
1: Okay.
5: But just at that,
2: you hear a scuttling behind one of the closed doors. It sounds like many, many legs. In fact, eight legs, many times over. And big, big... Big, big. Oh no, what's behind that door? What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen?
1: No! Um, Albie's gonna rush towards the door and try to, like, force it closed.
2: Uh, yeah, you hear on the other side. <laughs>
1: um, she turns her friends. Ah, what do we do? What do we do? Open
6: the door, Albie.
1: You wanna talk to the spider? Yes. Okay. Uh, She's gonna open the door. Okay,
2: the spider. Yeah, there's an enormous tarantula. There's a dire tarantula on the other end, uh, which uh, it just and it begins uh, crawling forward towards you. It is it is in attack mode. Oh fuck! What did you think would happen when you did that? I thought we would ride them.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That'd be badass.
5: Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Bello speaks in spider. He says, "Your cruel
2: master is dead. You're free." uh the spiders spe- oh what what do you mean what do you mean my cruel master is dead? he wished to cook you and eat you he was he did not wish to cook us and eat he was a good man a
5: fair man bello holds up a uh, a book he pulls off a shelf uh-huh and he says see this book it's called to cook spider
2: well, uh, yeah, to cook for spider. Yeah. No, different. no,
5: to cook a spider to eat. It's a cookbook. He, he, you know how he's fed you so well all those years. Oh yeah, of course. He was fattening you up. What oh, do you mean? You mean when he served me the other my fallen brothers? That that was not so good. No. Oh no. You were nothing more than a
2: Christmas goose to him. I comprehend, of course. But we we free you. You're you're good to go. Well then, I'll go. F- I'll follow my dream and my passions of eating a child. Goodbye, friends. Goodbye. <laughs> He crawls on the ceiling, and he, he breaks out of the window goes, Ah, yeah, and now I'm going to eat a child. I'm going to eat a little kid, and I'm going to tell everybody who sent me. The child's blood is on their hands and not mine. I'm a wild animal after all, and I cannot be blamed. Here's a child right here. Chum, chum, chum.
1: Too late, the child is dead. I cannot be stopped. What did he say?
5: He thanked me for freeing him.
1: <laughs> um, Was that door the same door that had all the clippings
2: no, that was uh, a different door.
1: Okay, I think we should get rid of the clippings before we go, to just to make sure that nobody else finds them. You know.
4: Great. Cordelia takes the key off the molding. Mm-hmm. She opens the door again, and she casts Burning Hands.
2: Oh, the, the room catches immediately. Oh my God! There's all this dry newspaper in there. It catches very, very quickly. Whoops. The whole room goes up.
4: Whoopsies! Flames
2: along the ceiling.
4: Move in, people! Get out of here. Hop, 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 hop. <laughs> Yeah, they run outside. You run
2: outside of the burning building, into the teenage woods. Bellow clanks carrying mugs. Mm-hmm. Yes, you have your little teas, and into the teenage woods you go. And you run, and you run, forward, forward, and forward, until you crest a hill. And as you crest the hill, the camera... Remember the camera? Mm -hmm. How could you forget? The fifth lady of Rude Tales of Magic. (laughs) The camera tilts down to reveal a beautiful and expensive multi-plane shot of the entire soaking valley stretched out in front of you. It's just as you remember it. If you remembered it completely incorrectly. An eerie blue light shines out from the valley like a cruel parody of dawn. Enormous, glowing blue vines stretch across the tops of the buildings, pulsating with strange magics. An immense bioluminescent circulatory system has overtaken the entire town, like weeds reclaiming an abandoned gas station. A large wooden sign next to you reads, The Soaking Valley. The word valley has been crossed out, and in glowing blue blood, the word mother has been scrawled. Welcome, heroes, to... THE SOAKING MOTHER!
0: (laughs) Hello, me again. If that just happened... (laughs) Okay, uh, cast list. Cast list, where do we have... Okay, here we go. That was Ali Fisher as Cordelia. Carly Menardo as Albie. Christopher Hastings as Frederick de Bonesby. Joe Lepore as Bello, Tim Platt as Stir Fry. And Branson Reese as everything and everyone else. Even me. That's right. I know I'm fake. Root Tales of Magic is produced by Taylor Moore at Fortunate Horse. And by Bucket of Milk. Edited Sound designed and scored by Sam Grant. Give it up. With additional sound design from Michael Gelfie. And a huge thanks to our gods in heaven, Tyler Button and Sydney and Benjamin Paul. See you next time, grave freaks. Same rude time, same rude play. Well... It's tricky, isn't it? Because podcast, the nature of podcasts, who knows where you'll be when you listen. But you get, you get the gist of what I'm trying to say here, right? Unless, maybe not. Maybe, maybe you're stupid. A lot of our listeners are stupid. Good night, everybody.
5: That was a headgum podcast.